Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. Global markets remain cautious in anticipation of the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank policy meetings next week. It was a volatile week in equity markets, with a steep sell-off last Tuesday when US Regional Bank, the First Republic Bank, announced it had lost more than $100 billion in deposits during the first quarter. We'll come back to the First Republic in a minute, as this is the key event of the weekend and the driver of sentiment for tomorrow's market opening. Also on Tuesday, logistics giant United Parcel Services, known as UPS, missed sales and profit estimates, adding to concerns that activity levels are declining. Overall, the S&P 500 index ended almost 1% higher, while the Nasdaq 100 index gained nearly 2% on the week, but this strength is solely attributed to the robust earnings reports by mega-cap technology companies. We will also cover that in a minute. European and Asian stock markets fell between half and 1% on the week. However, most indexes are still up between 1 and 3% in the past four weeks. Before we dive into the busiest week of the earnings season, let's briefly go over the economic data updates and central bank action, as these determine what might happen in the monetary policy meetings of next week. The preliminary GDP data for Q1 in the US and the Eurozone showed a clear deceleration and increased investors' fears of a recession. The US expanded by 1.1% year-on-year during the first quarter, compared to 2.6% in Q4 of 2022. The Eurozone grew by 1.3%, also below the 1.8% during the previous quarter. On the inflation front, the latest update was the final US PCE, or Personal Consumption Expenditures, which is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. This came in at 4.2% year-on-year for the headline reading, well below the prior month but the core PCE indicator fell only marginally to 4.6% year-on-year, reflecting that inflation in the US remains hot. Let's recall that headline CPI inflation a few weeks ago printed at 5% in March and the core CPI at 5.6%. Although inflation pressures are decreasing, the pace of deceleration is not as fast as previously anticipated. And this brings us to what the futures markets are pricing in for the policy meetings next week. For Wednesday, markets imply an 84% probability of a 25 basis point rate rise by the Federal Reserve to 5.18%. For the ECB, which meets a day later, there's an 82% chance of a 25 basis point hike to 3.75% and an 18% chance of a larger increase. The only two central banks in advanced economies to hold a monetary policy meeting last week were Sweden, which lifted rates by 50 basis points to 3.5% as it continues to battle inflation of almost 9%.
and the Bank of Japan, which confirmed its ultra-loose policy by keeping the benchmark rate unchanged at minus 0.1% and its target of the 10-year bond yield at zero. Inflation in April hit 3.5%, lower than the 4.4% in January, but is still near the highest level in decades. Back to the main story on US company earnings. The market recovered from Tuesday's sell-off when Microsoft, Alphabet, Google's parent, Meta Platforms, Facebook's parent, and Amazon, all beat revenue and net profit estimates. In absolute terms, Microsoft made $18 billion in earnings during the quarter, Alphabet netted 15, Meta made almost 6, and Amazon more than 3 billion. The notable movers were Meta with a 13% share price jump, and Microsoft, which added 7.5%, and are both trading at the highest level in one year. Meta's share price has doubled in 2023, following a dismal 2022, when it lost 65%. These solid reports were limited to the technology sector, and the focus on Friday shifted, once again, to the US regional banking sector. First Republic Bank shares plunged 75% on the week, to a market cap of just 650 million. The FDIC intervened and placed it under receivership, and is currently negotiating a bailout deal with larger banks, including JP Morgan and PNC. This is the key event today, and before the market opens tomorrow, we might already know the fate of First Republic. This highlights the serious stress that the mid-sized banking sector in the US is facing. There were a few corporate deals worth mentioning. Deutsche Börse, the German exchange operator, acquired Simcorp, a Danish software company for nearly 4 billion euros. US air conditioning company Carrier Global is buying a unit of German Wiesmann Group for 12 billion euros to add heating boilers and pumps to its product list. Deutsche Bank bought Numis Corp, a UK mid-sized stockbroker, for half a billion dollars. In France, telemarketing giant Teleperformance will merge with smaller rival Majorel Group in a 3 billion euro transaction. On the IPO front, the Italian gambling company, Lottomatica, controlled by Apollo Global Management, was listed on Euronext Milan. It raised 600 million euros for a market value of 2.2 billion. Trading begins on Wednesday. Finally, a quick word on commodities. The weakest markets were grain and base metals. The notable mover was wheat with a 6% weekly decline to accumulate a 21% fall this year. Wheat is trading well below the level just before the invasion of Ukraine. Corn and soybeans futures are also lower this year. That's all for today's episode. Please subscribe and help us promote our channel. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our service. Until next Sunday.